Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Conflict within the family. Conflict with relatives. Conflict with in-laws. That's my topic. You know, we all marry into a complex family situation. Our wife has her own set of family issues, and you have your set of family issues, and sometimes that meshes very nicely together. Everybody seems to do very well together and appreciate each other and supports each other and is source of encouragement and source of support and love and care fun but then there are times when you marry into families that just naturally for some reason have conflict they just don't mesh they aren't on the same page they just don't relate to each other in any meaningful positive way and then there's a third situation where the marriage has been going along pretty well the in-laws have been relating you've had extended family times together And then all of a sudden, something happens. Somebody says something. Somebody makes a comment. Somebody is critical. Somebody is hypercritical. Somebody gets their feelings. Then all of a sudden now, this entire family context split apart. And it's now unpleasant and difficult, if not impossible, for these families now to relate to each other. So what happens oftentimes is that the wife goes to her family, times together, events. The husband goes to his family's events and they don't go together or they'll be able to go together to one family but only can go separately to the other family i mean it's a very complex kind of situation but it's very sad i see it all the time in my clinical practice and particularly during holiday christmas particularly thanksgiving particularly easter particularly fourth of july particularly the times when families get together and the times when families naturally would come together and enjoy times of mutuality well this isn't possible for many 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 couples and what do you do how do you handle the in-law conflict situation is there a cure for it well here's a couple points that i would just add for your consideration and uh, maybe this could be helpful to you if you are in a in-law conflict situation of some kind and then you're going to try to get together or there's an invitation to come together or whatever But here's the kind of way that I kind of approach it with a lot of people. If there's a get-together, in other words, plan ahead. If you're going to go just over for a day or over for a couple hours or go over for a weekend or spend an all-day event of some kind, plan ahead. Plan when you're going to get there and plan when you're going to leave. Plan what you're going to do while you're there. And the longer the visit, the more this has to be done. If you're going to go to an in-law where there's conflict and you're going to be there for a whole weekend, plan ahead as to how you're going to spend the time. Make sure you have a time by yourself and away from the family from any potential conflict. So get your act together by planning ahead. That's number one. Don't go to any conflict situation without a pre-plan. And what you're going to do, what your spouse is going to do, what the kids are going to do. Unfortunately, the kids have to be part of this. So how are you want the kids to behave and handle this kind of situation? So plan ahead. Number two, here's the idea. You both should go, though. Even though there's a conflict on one side of the family, not the other, you both should go. You need to encourage each other. You need to support each other. You need to defend each other. You need to protect each other. You would advocate for each other. So both go so that you are still a marriage. You're a family. You're a, you're a one. You're, you're dealing with life together. The easy way to do it is for the wife to go to her family and the husband go to his family. And then that gulf, that schism between families grows even deeper so i would say go together have your plan ahead make sure you know what you're going to do how you're going to go how you're going to leave what you're going to do while you're there and that will go a lot better here's number three 
make sure you have an exit plan. Now, sometimes the exit is planned ahead. You know, you're going to leave around 8 o'clock at night. You're going to leave at 9 o'clock at night. Uh, you know, whatever. But have an exit plan. But particularly, have an exit plan should a conflict develop. Or should one of you feel distressed or hurt again or it's not going very well, rather than just to leave abruptly, what is your exit plan? And usually you have an exit plan by saying, okay, you, you give a signal to your spouse, and that means that in a half hour, we're out of here. So you kind of get through that half an hour, you make sure you do your um, goodbyes and the ways that you communicate, and then leave. But have an exit plan as to what the message is, what the signal is, what the particular event will be that will cause you to exit prematurely. So make sure you do that. Now, here's a situation if it's rare get-together. You don't get together very often, and um, there's a conflict within the family, but it's it's with a an in-law or with some family member that you don't see very often at all. But now you have an event to go to. It could be a marriage. It could be a death. It could be some kind of a celebration, you know, or whatever it might be. But you don't get together with these people very much. But there's conflict. Well, then what I just say, that if it's rare like that, just go, keep it calm, go briefly, do what you need to do, do your due diligence, and then get out of there. But be non-confrontational. Just don't make it a big issue. If you're not going to see these people again for another year or two or whatever it might be, it's not worth making an issue out of it. It's not worth the conflict. So just get through the event, stay as briefly as you can or as long as you can, and then have your exit. Again, have your exit plan well articulated and planned. So that's the fourth. Here's the fifth one. Consider other people. You know, the conflict may be between you and one extended family member or maybe a couple, but um, consider other people. Other people don't have those conflicts, perhaps. Maybe your children don't have conflict with grandma and grandpa, but you do. Maybe your children don't have the conflict between, with their aunt or their uncle, but you do. Consider what is the best interest of your children. Consider what is the best interest of your spouse. Consider what is the best interest of the other people in the environment at the time that are coming to the event at the time, the other extended family members. Don't make it worse for others. Don't make it bad for others. Just don't try to spread the gossip. Don't try to spread the angst you know, that prevails between you and the other family members. So consider other people. Don't destroy relationships for others, even for your own children, even your own kids. You know, they may like grandma and grandpa. Maybe grandma and grandpa have a whole different relationship with the kids than they do with you, you know, as their daughter or their son or their in-law or whatever. But whatever it is, don't spoil it for other people. Keep your own conflict to yourself. Resolve it if you can. If you can't, then just live with it. But live with it in a, with minimal contact and then go your own way and live your own life and then only get together with this other couple where you have conflict, other person you have conflict, if you if it's necessary, if you need to. Make sure it goes well for others. That's, that's the point of view that you have to be careful of. Okay? Now, obviously, you want to do some resolution if you can. There's time to talk. There's time to resolve whatever the conflict is, with the misunderstanding or the misstatement or the hurt feelings or, you know, whatever. There are, there's time for a resolution. But at the family event, that's not the time for resolution. The time for resolution is at another time. When you set a time and you go and you meet together and with the understanding and for the purpose of talking about whatever the issue is, 
where the misunderstanding occurred or where the hurt feelings occurred. In other words, yes, try to resolve it, but at a later time, at a better time, at a better place, in a better situation, where other people are not around and other people are not uh, listening or can hear what's going on and, and so on. So be careful, okay? But you and your wife, you and your husband, you and your family need to communicate. Make sure that you communicate and that you get that thing resolved and get it understood and get it worked out between the two of you so that when you do meet with the family or the conflict family, you're together on it. You understand the issues. You understand how each other feels and you have a common objective in mind that you're trying to achieve. But be united. You as a couple need to be united when you have to deal with conflict in a family and just support each other and encourage each other and have a plan that you both can live with and you both can deal with, you see? Now remember, there are differences of opinion. There are differences of opinion between you and your wife and you and your husband. There are differences of opinion between you and your kids. There's different opinions between you and your friends. There are differences of, of opinion between you and your relatives. So just allow people to have their own opinion. You don't have to make them to think what you think, whether it's political issues or religious issues or social issues or some family event. doesn't matter. Allow different opinions to exist and to occur and to take place. Don't feel that everybody has to believe as you believe or kind of see things as you see them. Let people have their own opinion and their own feelings and let them live their own life. But you don't have to be under the guise or under the influence or under the authority of an in-law with whom you have difference of agreement. In-laws have their life, you have your life. Keep them separate. And, and whatever you can do, work towards tranquility. You know, work towards uh, a relationship where you honor each other, you feel good about each other, and you can live peacefully with each other, even if you don't agree with each other, even if there's conflict, even if there's been a bad history, even if there's been bad events that have occurred. Try to live peacefully with each other the best you can and with the minimum of contact with that other couple or with that other family so that the conflict doesn't get stirred up and spoil all relationships that you may have. So you can do it. You can make it work. <laughs> but it's no fun. It's not easy. Family conflict is not a good thing and not a fun thing to deal with. But it's part of life. And it's part of life of a lot of people. So thanks for joining me and bye for now. Mm -hmm.